Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Try Hard Podcast. I probably should have figured out what episode number this was, but that's whatever. Um, yeah, so like I said, I'm, I'm going to keep on trying to do these for you guys. Um, today, we're, we're going to do an interview, um, and that's kind of the whole point of this. I want to do interviews. I don't want to just be. I don't want it to just be me just rambling along about Call of Duty and stuff. I actually want to get people in here who, uh, you know, who are who are involved in the scene and. Um, I want you guys to get to know them on a personal level and more than just gaming because people who are involved in this, especially the amateur community, a lot of good stories out there. And uh, I'm hoping that this podcast will definitely um, bring a lot of those those stories and a lot of those, you know, those characters to light. So uh, our guest today is uh, he goes by the name of Brian Hernandez. That's his real name. Um, yeah. He's actually the owner, CEO, whatever you want to call it. He runs shit for. Uh, no Mercy Esports. Um, if you guys don't know who No, Mer- no Mercy Esports is, they're right now they're the. I mean, you you could consider them the they're the top amateur team or amateur esport in Call of Duty, just for the simple fact that they're the last champions we've had in the open bracket. Um, you know, obviously with the whole Corona thing, you know, being shutting everything down, they're they're kind of like the the last champ. So uh, please welcome Brian Hernandez. Welcome, bro. How's it going, man? Uh, pleasure to be here. Thanks for the gas. Appreciate the premium. Only. Uh, yeah, I got you. I got you. And uh, what's your what's your like moniker? What's your gamer tag? Uh, Legacy. So it's L E G A Z Y. It's uh, pretty much been my moniker for like the last six, seven, eight years, maybe eight years, roughly, maybe Damn. more. How did you How did you come up with that? Would you give that to yourself, or someone gave it to you? Um. I, I honestly don't remember. I remember it started off because Quentin Tarantino, I used to watch like his movies and stuff, and I watched yeah. Inglorious Bastards. And oh, my okay. first moniker was uh, was Inglorious. Yeah. And after that, I don't know, it just switched up and it became Legacy somehow throughout those years. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough, fair enough. Um, all right, so how old are you? Uh, 23. 23, young as shit. Oh, what, the things I would do to be 23 years old, you have no idea. <laughs> um. So how long, how long have you been involved in esports in like in esports in general, not just Call of Duty? Like it's called. Well, actually, we'll, we'll go like this: Is Call of Duty your the only esport you're involved in? Uh, no, uh, we are actually. Uh, so I've been involved before uh, owning an organization. I, uh, I remember Black Ops One. That's where mm-hmm. I kind of started competing and doing clans and all that stuff. And I kind of had like a few of them. And um, we started off uh, as No Mercy Gaming back in Black Ops 1. Uh, it was just GBs and stuff like that. We just had fun with it. Um, and then I just kind of dropped it and stopped, stopped playing for a little while. Um, yeah. I think I, I stopped playing GBs, I think, in Modern Warfare 2 and kind of just went on to life. Uh, yeah. Paid attention more to, like, school and all that shit. And uh, that's kind of so what I had you, to do. So you started off competing. That, that was, yeah. was that your first thing that you wanted to do within COD? You wanted you know, be yeah. a player and, and how, yeah, how did you transition? Compete. How did that transition work from being a competitor to like now where you have your own org? How did that go about? So the transition happened because I kind of stopped playing video games for maybe like four years. I, uh, I put my Xbox in a, in a bag, wrapped up the bag with a ton of tape, put it inside a box, didn't touch it for like four years. Why, uh, why did you do that? Was it just Personal it it consumed way too much of my time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I started okay. slacking, so I put myself on that. So I, uh, I had to work. Plus, growing up, we were 
dirt broke. Like we yeah. had no money. So I kind of said, well, either I could keep doing this and be completely broke or get a job or like work or do something. Yeah. So I started like selling candies and chips and stuff at school and all that. And um, it became more of my thing where I would wake up earlier, uh, go to go home a little later and make sure that I have like all that stuff that I needed. So that's why <clears throat> that's kind of where uh, I, I stopped playing video games and got more yeah. into, you know, business stuff. Okay. Um, so when you got it, when you stopped playing video games, how long after were you like, yo, I'm, when you came back to playing video games, did you, did you just get back to playing or were you like, Hey, I want to start my own organization or, you know what I mean? Like how, how did, how did, how did no mercy come about? Like, did you, okay. did you found that or how did that come about? Yeah, I founded it. Um, actually it started off, uh, back in, okay. So I stopped playing probably when did black ops one release 2008 is that yes, something like that yeah okay, so i stopped playing around 2009 okay. uh, 2009 was around the time i stopped playing um didn't pick up a controller again for about four years so yeah. about 2013 um but i didn't compete or anything i just kind of played on the side every now and again i didn't really get back into this maybe until about two years ago two and a half years ago i started making content so i started streaming I started trying to make YouTube videos and stuff like that. So it's kind of what I started doing. And um, it kind of became a thing where, again, I just put myself back to work. I put myself back. And um, did I cut off? Yeah, you're good. Go ahead. You're, yeah. You're good. Uh, I put myself back to work. And um, I started focusing on making the money and all that stuff. And I said, well, you know what? Since I'm doing this, and I'm not really making content and all that stuff anymore. Why don't I start my own organization? Because I also had gotten into like multiple teams, I guess, uh, quote unquote teams on yeah. Twitter uh, when I had started. And um, I kind of noticed like the way they were running things. And I thought it was like, well, you guys are never going to be anything like, you know, Optic and, and Hundred Thieves and, and all these mm -hmm. bigger organizations. Uh, you guys are kind of just there, you know, it's yeah. like, it feels like like we're going to be building your fan base instead of you helping us. and you putting in work for us because that's what it felt like the entire time yeah. so i kind of uh, i pushed myself out of there where um i said you know what yeah i'm not gonna do this uh, i'm gonna start my own thing i'm gonna create my content and huge helicopter coming through because of the coronavirus oh you're good uh i'm gonna start my own content i'm gonna create my own team and that's what i'm gonna do you know i'm gonna, I'm gonna follow the steps of what optic gaming did with hex and Nate shot and scump and all that stuff and then i'm also going to follow the steps of what 100 thieves did and make sure it's all content based and if i have esports there's got to be content behind it so yeah. um i'm very into like the content side of things i love making content i love having content so i make sure that every single time that we do anything there's content around it and then i started the organization in june i'm going to say june of 2019 okay team so team muzzle was the first team i started mm -hmm. um it wasn't a legal organization. It was just there. It yeah. was just a Twitter org. Um, until about November, um, I didn't really do anything. I just had some people, you know, COD players, just because it was mostly like I got into league play. I jumped in. I played with some people, and I thought they were cool, and I brought them on. That's kind of what it was. Yeah. Um, so I started No Mercy Esports <clears throat> in um, November. And that's when I submit the LLC filings. I submitted everything. And that's what I sent out. And that's when I came back. It was approved and all that. And I started No Mercy Esports. I picked up um, uh, my, my current CEO, COO. He was actually a, a Gears of War player. Uh, yeah. 
and I was starting the Gears of War branch as well as the Call of Duty side. So uh, what I had done is I picked him up and um, he had some health issues that he had to work through. So he wasn't able to compete. But I told him, well, you know what? In your contract, I put you as GM and player. So yeah. what we could do is, you know, we could have you create a team under the roster that could compete in San Diego for us. And that's how we can kind of start this. And we had two teams compete in San Diego for us. One got top eight in the open bracket. One got top 12 in the open bracket. Top 12 didn't uh, didn't make it to championships uh, bracket, but mm -hmm. uh, top eight did. And we yeah. got top 24, which was pretty much DFR'd out of champion bracket. But out of yeah. 32 teams in open bracket, we got top eight and 12, which wasn't bad. And I was excited. And that was our first step into Gears of War. Mm -hmm. And then we had a professional Gears of War roster uh, that was uh, actually uh, the pro Gears roster. Unfortunately, we had a terrible season. Yeah. Um, we did. We won maybe two maps out of, I don't know, twenty something we could have. Meaning that we go in zero and twelve in the entire uh, series. Yeah. Um, still happy that I had a team. Still happy that I was able to continue competing under Gears War. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of what we had because you asked uh, what else I'm in, and you know, it's mostly Gears yeah. of War, uh, professional Gears of War roster. I. Uh, we had our, gear, our Call of Duty team in Minnesota who placed mm -hmm. top 80 with Stone, uh, Bluxa, Pox, Heist, and um, Tricky. They okay. placed top 80. They actually played They played very well against some of the top teams. Obviously, they lost to them. But they played pretty well when they played against the top teams. Yeah. Um, and then when we moved on to, uh, to Los Angeles, I, had a, I, just, I, I stayed prepared. And mm -hmm. I ended up getting... The luck of the draw, and and I had Parasite play for us in in Los Angeles, and uh, you know, we got our our first our first championship technically yeah. uh, of our organization. Yeah. So so yeah so so yeah you you start in you start in it was easy. Were you in Gears first, and then Call of Duty, or was it which way? What was it? Technically, I was in Call of Duty first, but not yeah. really competing yet. Uh, yeah. Gears of War was our very first major that we attended okay. under uh, No Mercy Esports. Everything okay. was uh, everything else was online. Okay, so fast forward to kind of where we're at now. Um, how many people like are involved in your organization? As far as like, do you guys have staff, or is it just you? Like, how many people? How many people help run shit for No Mercy? Okay, so I run every operation known mm -hmm. to man alongside my my guy Brohog, who's now our COO. Um, yeah. He ended. We ended up promoting him because of like the work that he's done and the help that we've had. Because he's he's the reason Gears of War is even on our table. Like he helped manifest No Mercy Esports Gears of War. Like yeah. without him, that doesn't exist. And it's a hundred percent. You know, he he came in and he created that. Yeah. So we gave him the you know the 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 status CEO, and now he kind of runs like a lot of the stuff that we do. Uh, mm -hmm. the Gears of War side, but as well as like content creation, he picks up people. Um, and we we kind of have a small content team that we're building up. Uh, yeah. we recently signed Rain Tastical, uh, which was really really cool. He's an Apex uh player, the streamer. He averages maybe like 100 to 150 viewers, depending okay. on, the, on the day. Yeah. Um, we picked him up recently, he's a great addition to the team, really cool dude. Um, He's one of the first people I actually met when I started making content. So the fact yeah. that now he, you know, he streams under our organization, I, I yeah. really full circle, full circle, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it sounds like your guys' org is. It's you know, just two of us, you know. It's yeah, two yeah. of us running everything, so, and one yeah, other person with money helping and, a little and, bit of money. And 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 I mean, let's let's be honest. That's that's probably ninety nine point nine percent of the org amateur orgs in the yeah. scene are you know. 
with a lot of a lot of times, and this is a big problem. I, I I've tweeted this before. I've actually made a video about it. I'm happy that you were like, yo, it's just me and my, me and my man's over here. Like it's just it's a small thing, right? But yeah, a lot of orgs, especially a lot of small orgs, we all they always try to make themselves look bigger than what they actually are. You know what I mean? They like to kind of give that like give that like picture of like, oh, we got, you know, all these people that all this staff, all this, you know what I mean? This makes them to be honest, and 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 that that kind of like Last year it was like Aspire, right? Aspire, yeah. people thought Aspire was some like organization that had offices and shit. Like people thought that. Me, obviously, I knew. I'm like, well, no, it's not. It's mm-hmm. a kid, just like everyone else. I'm I legit, and I'll I'll happily say this. I'm for sure the oldest person, oldest org owner within the amateur scene. I can guarantee that. Um, I'm not gonna give my age, but most people know it out there um i I think my birthday is on my twitter but whatever um so i'm i'm not i'm not like some i you can't people can't fool me you know i mean i i can see i've been in different types of businesses my whole life um successful businesses failed businesses i know when someone's full of shit when, when when something's big when something's small and a lot of organizations in the amateur scene are small, but they try to give the impression as if they're some huge conglomerate with all this funding, all these investors, and it's really mm-hmm. not. And I, and I think you, a lot of organizations hold themselves back when they put that type of front up as if they're you know some huge company. Um, so I'm very happy you being a young guy is like, yo, it's just me and my guy. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is us. We're we're you know we're trying to you know trying to chase this. So I'm I'm very happy to hear that. I mean, you're being upfront about it because a lot of people will just, you know, will say, oh, well, we got this guy, we got this guy, <laughs> this guy, this guy. It's like, and it's like, well, do they really work for you or are they just your buddies? You know what I mean? Oh, we so, got verified people. We got, you know, people with yeah. check marks and big yeah. names and yeah. all these followers. It's just not, it's not real. So that's good. That's good. I'm happy to hear you say, you know, that, that, that that's a, that's, in my eyes, that's a, it's a big thing of, um, it's a, it's a big thing that, that uh, an esport. Amateur or can can admit. Um, so now let's focus on the Call of Duty. How did we'll we'll, we'll focus on what you what you guys just did because you guys are the last open bracket champions technically, right? Because mm. there's no more. It's it for the year. Um, I I mean I, I'm not even going to consider if the online thing if that even happens. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Bit. We're the last but, uh, land champions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you guys are the last champions. Like that's the yeah. real champions. All you know. Um, how did the whole thing with that with that um that team actually come about? Like how did how did that all come together? Okay. So um I, I had okay, so there there was some drama that came with it, obviously. Uh there I always had, is drama. Yeah, I, I had a not set in stone, but I had an agreement, uh, a possible agreement with another team. Uh-huh. Uh, that was looking to go to to Los Angeles. Uh, I won't say the name, but if they re- if they hear this, they're gonna know who it is. And they're probably are they good? Something. Are they good? They they didn't place uh, they didn't place what they expected to, and one of their players quit right after, so okay. retired. Uh, so I think I made the right the right decision. Uh, mm-hmm. doing that. It was gonna be uh, No Mercy Sports and another organization. It was gonna be a partnered thing. So I was gonna send a team partnered to Los Angeles uh, to compete. Uh, I, I love the players. There, there's a, a player on there that I've been wanting to work with, but um, uh, I think 
maybe like two hours before I um I signed uh, the uh, the other team. Uh, Parasite yeah. reached out to me, and he said that you know if I was interested in sending a team to LA, and I said I said for you, hell yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. it's like it's yeah. it's fucking Parasite. I I I want to work with Parasite. I want to work with some of the bigger names yeah. that you know are are up a pinnacle in in the scene and if he you know if you ask me parasite and pharaoh were were those things you know they were pros they were on those teams they were competing at the highest level and unfortunately you know some stroke of bad luck and bad personal relations caused them to not be on the league and um the only that's the only reason they weren't in it but pharaoh got picked up by by mutineers that weekend mutineers that weekend yeah. to replace Pristini because Pristini had some health issues. So what we ended up doing is we ended up grabbing Hamza. But uh, before all that happened, I agreed with Parasite, easiest person that I could have ever worked with. Like mm-hmm. when people say that he's so difficult to talk to or work with, that's all bullshit. Like it is 100% bullshit. People do not try to talk to him. People do not even try to work with him. Like yeah. He hit me up. He told me exactly what he needed and he worked with me to get him under the team. Yeah. Like he he worked with me. He said, "Is this work? Does this work? Does this work?" And we said, "What could work and what couldn't?" And it it was the exact same price I would have paid to team up with another organization. Yeah. So, you know, I, at the end of the day, I ended up sending him, and it was supposed to be him, Paul, Venom, Zap, and Pharaoh. Pharaoh yeah. obviously got picked up by Muttoneers that weekend. We got Hamza, and Hamza is ridiculously talented. Like this guy. It's probably another next up. Paul is so young, 18 years old, and yeah. he is disgusting. Zap is nasty. Parasite put them all together and, you know, kind of like the leader that he is just, just led them to a win. So the way it transpired is they got all the information in within an hour and a half from talking to him to signing yeah. contracts. Hour and a half done. The other team took them about 20 hours to respond to me after I sent contracts. Uh, mm-hmm. 16 to 20 hours, I don't remember, after I sent contracts to them. And the only reason they responded was because Parasite put out a tweet saying, thank you to uh, No Mercy Esports for the last minute, you know, uh, agreement. And yeah. that's why that's why they responded. Yeah. The moment that he tweeted it out, they sent it to me. And I was like, well, you had time. Like, I can't mm-hmm. say anything. It's you had time. Unfortunately, I didn't get what I needed back. And they signed on the dotted line the moment that I got it, and that's the team that I'm sending. Unfortunately, you can be upset if you'd like, but that's just the way business works. I can't sit here and wait. Yeah, and let these opportunities, you know, fall through my hands. Yeah, that that's that's a big. And you you know what you know you know why they were taking their time, right? Yeah, because they wanted better offers or something. Exactly, they are just like, and that that's a that's a thing that uh, these these amateur players I wish would. Like I get you wanna you wanna get the best offer you know as possible, but uh, I mean, luckily for you, it worked out. But there's a lot of organizations, a lot of small organizations who they'll be talking with a team. The team say, yeah, they're interested, and this is what they want, and they'll come to an agreement. And then the other the team, the the players are you know still responding to other DMs from other organizations, and in the meantime, you know your organization is waiting for them to sign and you also have other teams who you know hey we want to be down what can we do you know what i mean so it's like it's 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 one of those things where it's like man if if players did did their due diligence and 
like kind of just showed a little bit of loyalty, like quickly, whoever, if you reach out to an organization and they reach back to you, like finish, like, you know, like actually go through the process of seeing if they can give you what they can give you. Don't just like throw a little teaser out there and then get them excited. And they're, you know, they're thinking about you representing them. Meanwhile, you're in on the background, you know, in the background, setting up deals with other organizations. Mm-hmm. And then you leave that organization that you're talking to currently kind of waiting and they're ignoring other teams. It's like, it, it can turn into a big mess. So that's good that you um, no, avoided yeah, it, that situation. It happened to me also with Gears of War. Like yeah, I, right, right when the qualifiers passed, three teams, three new teams qualified for the Gears of War Pro League. Yeah, And I was in contact <clears> with all of them. I, I didn't care. I was in contact with all of them. I was in contact with an EU team and I was in contract in contact with a Mexico team. Yeah. I wanted to be in the PGL. So what happened was I had an agreement with a team and they said, yes, we will sign. We want that. It's exactly what we want. Yeah. And um, when I asked them for names and stuff, they kind of didn't get back to me, but they used our contract as leverage to go somewhere else yeah. and get the exact same deal with a, with a team that has a little bit more followers. Yeah. Uh, that sucks and backfired was that team was complete dog shit. Like yeah. that team sucked worse than the team we had. Like that team didn't even go to the major. That's how yeah. bad they were. Yeah. Like I am happy that I did not waste my time or my money on that <laughs> team because they were the mo- they were the hardest to talk to. They literally ignored us for three days. So yeah. when I when I noticed that they started ignoring us, I was like, all right, back to these other guys. These guys don't matter. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. So we, yeah, we did what we had to do. Like, I'm not going to sit there and wait because at the end of the day, if I sit there and wait, I'm going to be stuck with my, you know, in my hands, you know, I'm just going to be there. Like, I don't yeah. have anything to show for it. Yeah. That's, um, I, you know, I've had, I've had situations where similar to where, you know, a team hits you up and then, you know, we start talking, dialoguing and then it's like, I'm the type of person if one, and I, and, and I mean, maybe I shouldn't be like this, but if one team hits me up, and I'm genuinely interested in them. I'm not even answering DMs from everybody else until I figure out. Because I at I always want the best team possible, right? So if I if I start talking with the best team available, I, I want to you know sort make sure I can if I can get them, I'm gonna try to get them. And if I can't, it's like if they if they you know a lot a lot of players will it it goes to like a back and forth, right? They're like they'll they're trying to play a game of like we. We want this, or we we want this, but what can you give us? That type of shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's just it's it's just, it's not snaky because I get it. I get what they're doing. They want to get the best available deal possible, but it's at the same time, it's like fuck, dude. Like you're saying you want this, but really, you know what I mean? I could give you this, and you'd be happy, but you're just trying to you know play the game it's 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 a weird fucking it's a weird thing and and the way i run my negotiations is i say what do you need tell me what you need if i can do it i'll do it if i can't sorry if you don't tell me what you need i'm not going to give you a number because i want to know what you're looking for i'm not going to yeah. i'm not going to outbid myself well, yeah, when, when, when i first when i first started in this i that i would like what was it like 2000 what is it what are we in fucking 20 Probably 2017, 2018, when I when I like, got into actually funding the team, mm-hmm. that was, those were the scumbag days, right? Those <laughs> were the days were fucking like players. It was like the wild, wild west. Like it, it's pretty crazy now, but it, back then it was just people would tell you something, and I you know it'd be like, all right, well I'll send over the contracts or whatever, 
the next morning they'll tweet out that they just signed with another team. It's like literally as like they were supposed to sign the contracts for you know for me. Like mm-hmm. that happened to me like multiple times, and that was just me learning. You know what I mean? That yeah, it, it, this Call of Duty in general, especially the amateur community. Well, more, definitely the amateur community. It, it's a it's a real selfish type of environment but it's kind of sad because it it has to be like that you know what i mean yeah at the end of the day the players that that are teaming together in the amateur scene they're they're not trying to like 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 yo i'm teaming with this guy we're both gonna get into the league that's not how it works no they're they're trying to be better than the next but they also want to play with their friends Exactly. So it's a lot, exactly. It's a lot of friendship because like, yeah. I want to go up with my friend. You know, if I win, yeah. I want my friend to be there. It's like, nah, so, bro, that's not how it works. Yeah. It, it's it's a it's a weird. It's like you got the players have to be selfish. Unfortunately, they have to yeah. be if they because at the end of the day, every amateur player, if you're competing, if you're going to open bracket, if you're taking the t- that much time out of, your, out of your life to put yourself at that level of, of competition, then your ultimate goal should be to be in the pro league, right? So if yeah. if your ultimate goal is to be in the pro league. It's like, you, it's like being in the NBA. Like you and your homie aren't the chances of you and your homie making it are very slim to none. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you got you got to kind of look out for yourself, which brings in that whole selfish thing. But that's just the way it is. Like I, I in the beginning of my in my of my career in this, like I I was always like that's bullshit. You know why you ain't gonna get nowhere being like that. But it's mm-hmm. like as time went on, I'm like, well, that's as a player. That's really the only way to do it if you want to move up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can you can be on a team that's that's good and stuff, but you could be on a team that wins every open bracket. If a pro team hits you up and says, "Hey, we want you to sit the bench," bet we're signing. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you know what I mean? That's just the way it is. And uh, a lot of a lot of orgs have a hard time realizing that, but it's just like you got to take it or you got to leave it. Really, nah, I, mean? I take what I can get. Honestly, if a team. If I have a player and a team wants to sign them, and I I tell them like don't even think twice. Like yeah. if, if you have the chance to make fifty thousand dollars guaranteed, take it. I yeah. would. I I, yeah. I I'm gonna tell you the truth. I would. I that, would yeah. not think twice about a fifty thousand dollar paycheck just for signing a contract and sitting on the bench. Yeah. Like bro, you'd probably be bored, but you're gonna you're gonna make your money and you're gonna have you're still gonna be able to play you know other tournaments and other stuff. You don't have to just sit there. Just make the best out of it, and you're getting your guaranteed 50k. I do that any day of the week. Yeah. So, all right. So you pick up Parasite's team. They, first of all, Parasite, like, I and I've said this before, like privately, and I'm and they're like, oh, you're 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 cracked, you're you're high. Like, you know, I think he legit might be one of the best overall players in this game. Like, not mm-hmm. just the amateur league. I'm talking about even the pros. Yep. This I don't know what it is about this man in this game, but and when you see him, when you see him play in scrims or st- whatever st- when he's streaming, his movement is of like a young cracked out kid. Like he hits yeah. his <clears throat> his movement is just I'm so impressed. Like I every time I watch him, I'm just like, what the fuck? How you're not supposed to be moving like this? That's <laughs> like he moves like someone like sibilance or someone like simp or yeah. someone like fire like these young cracked out kids with quick twitch muscles and it, it's insane i i'm i'll say this right now i don't give a fuck he is for sure one of the top players overall in the game like amateur pro whatever like he the fact that he's not in the pro league with this game would 
with how how good he is, it's it's yeah. a damn shame to be honest. And it's not even like not even his stats. Like you don't even have to look at stats if you just see like you said his gameplay, his movement, and uh, me personally seeing it like seeing it in person. Yeah. In LA, um, like just the way he was able to hold the team together. Like it's not even he's glue. Like he's he yeah. is glue. Yeah. He he can put a team like this, you know, on his back with like this team should have egos. Like the yeah. team that he's on right now. They're all so individually talented that, you know, when when they won, we spoke and you know we all had like a little conversation. Everybody had conversations. Yeah. And um, we knew we knew what Venom wanted to do, and and um, if I had him under contract, if I had them under contract for the season, I would be the happiest person, you know, alive. Unfortunately, yeah. I can't afford it, and I have to be yeah. realistic. I can't afford to pay these guys. They, they're yeah. they're worth a lot more than what I can offer. Um, yeah. But I had spoken to them right after they won LA. We. We went out with Singularity. It was me, mm-hmm. Zab, Hamza, and um, who else? Uh, Parasite. And we were yeah. all hanging out with Singularity. We were eating and all that stuff. And we already knew what Venom wanted to do. Yeah. Venom was going on FaZe. Uh, he got an offer. And we all knew it. Everybody knew it. And now he's screaming with FaZe. He's, with, with, the, he's with the Academy team, right? Yeah. When he's yeah, playing, yeah. playing with the Academy team, he's, you know, he's good. He's really, he's really, really good. He's talented. 18 years mm-hmm. old. First time, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the, the land scene. Um and Paul's Paul and Zap, they were realistic and they said we should stick together. Like we we are very good. We yeah. can stick together and we can. I think Paul, you know, said no to some offers. Um, yeah, they said no to a couple offers. I'm not gonna like put it out there who they said no to. But yeah, he had a couple of offers with some other people and he said nah. Like if we can stick with Parasite, then we should stick with Parasite. Even Hamza yeah. stick, stuck with Parasite. Like they literally all said we can win with these guys. You know. Like we can stick together and we can win. So them four stuck together. They picked up Spoof, and Spoof isn't a terrible replacement for for Venom. Spoof is a pretty good pickup, you know. Yeah. So you know, a team full of five players who are all as talented as they are. When one gun isn't shooting, the other one will be. Yeah. They are very nasty, and they could all have an ego, but somehow the egos aren't there. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. I don't know how, but they are probably the most individually talented team currently, and they don't have the ego to show. You know, it's it's like they're not there for stats; they're there to win. Yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, the parasite. Just it's you know, it's unfortunate for him. Old stigmas are still sticking. Which, yeah. you know, he was back when he when he got that whole reputation. He was a young, he was a younger guy. Um, you know, just he was a younger guy being world champion, like playing video games like like you know what i mean it's like what do you expect from you know these kids like they're kids at the end of the you know what i mean like they were they're kids at that time like mm-hmm. so it's unfortunate that he is in the position that he's in and you know he in my opinion he should be in the league yes it, either as a player or coach or he should be in the league doing something because he's too talented especially at this game he's way and too talented to just he's way not- too talented at this game to be Playing in the amateurs in the amateur scene, even though, I mean, if I was if I was a fucking CDL team, I actually told them this. I tweeted. We talked. I think I don't know when we, when we talked about it. We I, thought, I think I seen you tweeted out yeah. something. About I told him, listen, there's no like, if there's gonna be which now I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen with all this shit going yeah. on, but if there's gonna be more more teams, which I know for a fact, at the point that I knew before all this stuff happened, there was two for sure. Yeah, two guaranteed you know, or possible. Yeah, two guaranteed. There's no reason why, with his with his 
just first of all, his resume and what he's doing right now and what he's doing with these up-and-coming players. You know, there's no reason why one of those organizations, those leagues, league, league teams aren't even reaching out to him right now. Um, and I, I legit wanted to, because I, I know one of them for sure. I, I, and I, I probably shouldn't, whatever. I know one of them for sure. I felt like DMing them that name, but I don't, I don't know how legally if I could get in trouble or not, but mm. whatever. Um, so it's, there's no reason why next year, if everything goes good and the CDL is doing what it's doing, there's no reason why he shouldn't be in the league at the very least as a coach, because mm. he, he's really showing the scene what he can do and how he can transform these really talented players into team players, which yeah. is fucking almost impossible to do <laughs> yeah. in the amateur scene. Like that's literally like I, I would rather play the, I think I'd have better odds of winning the lottery than doing that. Having mm-hmm. kids, young kids with unlimited amount of talent, put their egos to the side, put their fucking overall, like all, everyone hyping them up, everyone gassing them up and be like, yo, we're gonna. I want to. I want to play with Paris. I want to play under him. I want to learn from him. Mm-hmm. I want to listen to what he's listen to everything he's giving me. Like for him to have that ability to do that, yeah. To young players like that is to an organization who's pumping millions of dollars into into this Call of Duty shit. That is that is a priceless asset that you could have a, a part of your a, your your team to to not only grow. To, to get your young players because at the end of the day that's that's going to be the, the everyone's going to copy the phase the phase uh you know they're the way they did it with that team you know yeah. they're all young they're all they're all winning now and they're going to win for a long time yes. every every they're cdl team talented. every cdl team is going to try to copy that 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 type of roster right it's like you're going to need somebody that you like there's plenty of good young talent but you're going to need somebody like Parasite with that type of mindset, that type of resume, that type of respect that he gets from other players to really take a young team and make them all like buy into the team aspect and not individually. So there's no way if, if he's not in the fucking league next year, I don't, I don't know what to fucking say. Like he maybe because there's no way that he's not in the league next year. There's no fucking way, especially this year. Like he's, he's literally like, He's winning open events. He's frying people online. He's winning locals. Like he's, like it's just like, I mean, it's when we played him, him and uh, him and his team, in uh, Ishoni in, in Dallas. Yeah. Like we beat them the first series, sent them down a losers bracket, and, and they and came I'm, back stronger. I'm, I'm, yeah, after after they beat us the first series, I'm like, that's it. I turn. I you can ask my wife. I turned. I was watching it on our TV downstairs. In our living room, I turned it off. I said, "There's absolutely no way we reverse sweep them. There's no way these these kids and though all those kids on that team is once again that's parasite grabbing a bunch of crackhead kids and then grabbing a kid who he who who was supposed to be our coach for that land and he went he went to play with them, which was totally fine. He he asked us whatever he was cool. Yeah, he took that kid who no one even really heard of." And now that kid's like people, you know, are starting to talk about him being a another up and comer, not another young kid, a Mongo or whatever. Yeah, Mongo. You know what I mean? Mongo it's just, shit. it's just, there's, yeah, Parasite is, it's, it's a damn shame that he's in the amateur scene right now because he should be in that pro scene. But mm-hmm. I, I'm very confident that uh, he'll that be there. Year, yeah, he'll be there. He'll be there. 
All right, so next next topic we'll go on to. So now this is this is another honest thing I want you to be honest about, okay? Because mm-hmm. that's all you get from me, man. I'm just the honest, most honest person. Like you've you've seen my Twitter, yeah. if you've seen my tweets, I'm the most open and honest person that you'll see on there. The, like I yeah. will I will say whatever I need to say or what I feel is like the right thing to say. I really don't care. Most people who listen to this right now, because it's so in the beginning stages of the, of the podcast, is most of them are like young org owners who are trying to get involved in the scene. I get literally so many DMs all the time. People asking, young kids asking, "How do I start an org? How do I?" And this, this is that's the majority of the people listen to this is young, young org owners who are trying to you know get involved mm-hmm. in COD. So, my question for you is, what after winning that event? After winning that last open bracket, what positives do you, do you like? What positives came to your org? Okay, so after winning that event, the very first thing that that happened was um was was my connection with Singularity. Um, like their their players and all the people, like it it, it instantly just because we beat them, like it instantly uh, grew, and the ability for us to have even participated in the event with the people that we did, like. Um, we we have more people that know our name because of the people that played under us now. Mm-hmm. Because of Parasite, just to be honest, like when he tweeted it out, he got over one k likes. He, he probably got over a hundred thousand impressions. Like mm-hmm. just our name coming out on those impressions. Plus, Deserto, uh, Deserto did a uh, an interview with him right after. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Deserto coming out on that. Uh, we had some of the CDL Intel, some of those like other brands that we're tweeting out and putting out information showing our team name our logo all our stuff all over the social medias and all of those like impressions that came like easily i think we reached over like 120 followers that weekend mm-hmm. uh, just just on championship day like just on the day that we won we reached like 100 to 120 followers like everything was blowing up um and then the amount of people who actually like connected and and we spoke to and and all the people like I have a really strong connection with, you know, some of the people that work at Astro Gaming now because, you know, I talk to them and um, personally, the event is only as good as you can possibly make it because this win isn't going to give you anything. Like, you mm-hmm. have to do the proper steps as an owner and be there for the win. You have mm-hmm. to show yourself. You have to show that you're a part of the team. You have to show that this is this is what you're here to do. Like, i I've gone to so many events, man, and the amount of owners that I see there is is minimal. Like, yeah. there's people who will say, like, "Oh, there's no point of going because I'd rather spend my money to send a team to another one." Then who's there doing the content? Who's there putting your team's name out there? The the team isn't. The team isn't going to be out there and say, "Yeah, we're from this place and this place." Oh yeah, hey, my name is this. I'm from here. I'm from. The team isn't there to do that. The team is there to play. Who cares what they're wearing? People can wear anything. People aren't going to resonate with it. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you wear. At the end of the day. The best thing you can do for yourself when you go to an event is have your team of of ownership, of content, whatever it is. It has to be there. You have to be there. You have to show who you are, and you have to talk to the people there. Like I connected with so many people because of it since Minnesota, since San Diego, uh, Gears of War, and because of of LA. Like I'm I'm known by some of the people at Hundred Thieves because I've seen them at these events. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not difficult to be out there. For, for at least somebody who represents your organization. It has there has to be somebody out there. And the amount of people that I hear saying that they don't want to go because they feel like it makes more sense to save that extra money and send another team somewhere else, you're doing it wrong. Like just to be honest, there's no content. 
the way that Hex said it, if you know, if you win a championship and there's and you're in the woods and there's nobody there to see it, did you really win that championship? No, mm. it doesn't matter. The championship doesn't mean anything if nobody was there to to root you on, if you didn't have anybody behind you, you know, mm. supporting you and and you know helping you with your decisions and all that stuff. It it doesn't mean anything. You can have yeah. you can go 0 and 12 in a pro league and still have support if you do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So so you're, in your opinion, it it drove traffic towards your your brand, your organization, your you know yes. your team. Um, now that that traffic did that bring any kind of you know did that bring any kind of in, investors sponsors anything like that unfortunately not yet but it has opened up the opportunity to do so hmm. um i can't speak on the stuff that's going on behind the scenes but there is some stuff going on uh with within our organization but the only thing that has stopped us from going forward with a lot of this stuff is is the outbreak sadly <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're we're kind of on pause because of it, so we can't really do much. Um, now people aren't buying stuff as often as they used to, so I can't, I can't go up to somebody and tell them, though, this is what we can do for you. You know, we have this, this, and this, and then they'll be like, sure, that's awesome, but we don't know how it's going to resonate at this time, especially if we're going to be closing down or if we're not an essential business or stuff like that. So that's kind of like like the, the stuff that I've gotten stuck with currently. Okay. Um. So yeah. So now obviously you. You know, you guys won. If and and this is the guy on the truth. Me, like, I'm involved in the amateur scene. I for the amateur, like, as far as the amateur uh, bracket, CD, or Pat to Pro, whatever they call it. Whenever there was an event, I didn't even because it was you literally had to, like, I had to go through people's Twitter. I had to go through people. I had to find players and yes. figure out how is their team doing. Are they placing well? You know who's it's, playing who because there's the no fucking stream. Setup there's no, is terrible. There, yeah, the there's 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 no there's no kind of coverage from it from the CDL. So you're literally you have to be, uh, uh either you have to be an amateur player or mm-hmm. somebody that's really involved in the amateur scene to even know who the hell is yes. who. Like when I said when I yeah, when I asked you who who your team was, I legit and that's not no disrespect, but I just didn't I didn't pay attention because I didn't. For me, and I know a lot of other people would say this, it was just like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go digging that deep. Yeah. Because it's, it's a like, lot of digging. It's yeah, it's like that's dumb. You know what I mean? It's it's like and I would say a lot of the followers you, like a lot of the new followers you guys got were more than likely followers that you guys got from the event. Do you think you think that's true? Um Well, more than likely the followers that we got from this event it well like people who were like I, who were there were watching and say, "Oh, who, what's what's new mercy?" It, it was you know it was I mean? mainly um, based off of the following that the players had. So okay. the player, the people that saw it. Um, oh yeah, I saw like those people that tweeted all that, that tweeting, stuff. Yeah. yeah, the people who tweeted out like all the thank yous and all that stuff, or like Dexerto and and all of them, like those those little five hundred likes, thousand likes stuff. That stuff, um, that's where it came from mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can 100% agree with you saying like it, it's it's god awful. The mm-hmm. the scene is god awful at this point in time just because of the fact that there's no support. Like oh yes, we have big numbers. Here you go. Million dollars tournaments. Yay, yeah. you know, it's awesome. Thank you, but what does it do for me? Yeah. Like as an owner, I'm not touching that money. Like yeah. I don't give a I don't give a rat's ass about the million dollar tournament. Like take away some money from that and give us streams. Give us yeah. 
give us behind the scenes give us something mm-hmm. something yeah, that we can and, say that we enjoy or that yeah, we watch or that yeah. you know it's there yeah make, and make then, a twitter page saying cod league challengers you know yeah. something that yeah the, the fact that um you know and like the whole point of the the path to pro the you know the challenger scene is to highlight up and coming players and to also highlight you know upcoming orgs or you know amateur orgs orgs who 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 want to be a part of the scene yes and huge it was a huge disservice this this entire these last you know these whatever couple events we had this year yeah with no stream it's just like 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 you guys you know you're talking about depression and stuff like just imagine if you guys were to play it on stream yes just imagine they put us i even said like if you put us one match on the main stage with our logos and our team names and all that stuff guaranteed impressions would be higher 100 percent. yeah well that to me yeah to me well first of all and this is my opinion against you guys to me with the numbers and the lack of coverage i in my opinion thought it was it was not a good idea to to fund a team this year yeah it, just it's for not. the simple fact just for the simple fact that there's the the because at the end of the day, your brand, your your organization is a brand, right? Yeah. Your that that your logo, you want that logo. You want to get to eventually to the point where someone sees your logo and they immediately know what that is, right? Do you want to know what my direct loss is? Like I can tell you the exact dollar amount that I have lost in in the cod league. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. The exact Talk dollar amount. That. Three hundred dollars. Okay, three hundred. I've lost three hundred dollars. That includes the percentage I took from the LA. Okay. So you, okay, so you're negative three hundred, which is I'm negative three hundred on two how many, events. How many? How many events in Call of Duty have you you guys competed? Minnesota and Los Angeles. That's your. Those are your total. Yeah. That's then three hundred dollars. That's a, that's pretty good. Three hundred dollars. Yeah. I have a three hundred dollar loss with over four hundred and fifty new followers from just uh, Call of Duty events. Okay. So, so now you have to look at it in this way. So essentially, at the end of the day, right now where we're at, our main platform for exposure is Twitter. Yes. Right. So at the end of the day, if if I mean, the exposure, all all it got, it, it got you, it got traffic to your to your Twitter page. It got you, you know, how many followers? Three hundred followers. About four hundred, three to four hundred. So now based to, on. Price per follower is about a dollar per follower. (laughs) To me, to me, that's not worth it. To me, right? And you, and you're, you're not, you know, that's not worth it. I've lost a lot more in gears. Yeah. So, so with with the way the whole thing is set up, funding a team right now, especially right now, because you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen, is not a smart thing. It's not, especially, especially, and 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 I'm gonna tell you this again. I've been in the scene for a couple years now. Every year, bro, and I'm not exaggerating. Every year, it, there's a new group of organizations. Yeah, and every I mean, year at the end of the year, I never hear from them again. I mean, like, I'm kind of honest. Months. Like, I, I was really cool with with uh, Aspire and Hex and all that. Yeah. Um, and he even said it like, you know, oh, I remember when you first came into the scene. You know, you were you were really cool with me, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, you're you're like, you know, you don't care or anything. I'm like, well, yeah, bro, you're. That's to be honest, you scammed a lot of yeah. players. You had yeah. no money. You scammed another organization. And at the end of the day, if, if you're going to bring me no positive anything, why do I have to connect myself with you? 
yeah. that's just how it became. Like, I have no connection towards the person anymore. It's like I'm not gonna deal with it. And aspires, aspired. You know, congratulations for the one year of success you had. Yeah, that was based off of nothing but lies and manipulation. Like, that's not yeah. how it's gonna work, and that's not how it's gonna be great. Like, yeah. Now, now aspires a joke in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, even yeah. though Rebel owns it, it's a joke. I yeah. don't care who yeah. runs it. At the end yeah. of the day, the faster that they burn the thing and get rid of it, the better. Yeah, yeah. So, so, like you know, with that, it's like they're just they're just another to me. They're under another org that came and went, right? Yes. Another org that came. I've seen, I've seen so many orgs come in with money. They have money, and then they burn it. Because they they don't, they don't understand it. how how everything is. They're just spending everything, expecting some kind of return they're okay with a ten thousand dollar loss and i'm just like man i can't do that one of the one of the most common things i say is this whole this whole journey in call of duty especially in the amateur scene it is not a sprint it's a marathon yep you have to know what the fuck you're doing (laughs) and 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 here here's the main thing that when kids dm me asking me you got any tips for me i'm a young owner the first thing i say do you have money to lose if the answer is no Get the Don't fuck out because you have no reason to be here. You got yeah. none. If you if you don't have money to lose, if 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 the money you if the money you have is you're hoping you're gonna be able to flip it to be able to pay your rent to be able to pay your car payment, get the fuck out because you're gonna put yourself in a position that you're not gonna like. Like you have to be ready to take a loss. Like you have to. If you're not ready for that, get just, just leave. Most yes. organizations who come in, they think they see these high price pools. They think that I can put a percentage and I can fund them this, and then I'll get this team. And like that's not how it works. It's very, not, very no. rarely have you have have you have some has an organization came in and got a team and 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 felt like this team is going to win it and that team win it. Mm-hmm. It happens very rarely, and you guys are actually one of those very rare exceptions. Yep. Right. Very rare. Now, with all, with all that you know being said and done, you 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 agree right now is not a good time to invest in Call of Duty, the amateur scene. As far it's not no. right now, it's not. Especially, I mean, have you heard anything about what's going to happen with the challengers? Like they haven't even said anything about I, it. Um, and we don't. Let, let's we get, know let's, what's let's going to happen with the Call of yeah. League, but we don't know yeah. what's going to happen with the challengers. Let's dip into that. Have 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 teams hit you up asking you to fund them? For for whatever, like I don't know what the fuck they want funding for because where, where are we funding? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, did, have teams hit you up and reached out of to course. you for that? Definitely. I mean, people are looking for salaries. Um, and I've had teams in my DMs that I've, <laughs> I, I don't want to say I've been rude about it, <laughs> but I kind of wanted to slap them in the face with their logic. Yeah. And I, I literally, I pull out math, I tell them why it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I had a team. Obviously, I'm going to put out any information except for yeah. numbers. They uh, they wanted full funding to Texas right before you know everything went on lockdown. Yeah, they wanted full funding to Dallas, and full funding was about twenty seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool, twenty seven hundred dollars. And I asked them because I knew this was going to be the answer. I said, in the ten thousand dollar prize pool, what do you think is a fair takeaway from that prize pool? Yeah, no bullshit. He responded fifteen percent, and I said, okay, so you're okay with me losing? Fifteen hundred dollars if you win, yeah. me losing one thousand five hundred dollars, and you take home what is it six thousand after my cut about forty five hundred split between five. You think it's fair that you guys take almost a thousand dollars after yeah. about nine hundred bucks each for paying for nothing? 
Yeah. And you get to keep money in your pocket versus me getting at least what I spent back. I don't yeah. think that's going to work. And I, yeah. I legit told them and I said, it's not going to happen. And then I've had other people who want thousand dollar salaries and funding. And I'm like, it's not going to happen. Like, unless mm -hmm. you give me all of your price pool money, I'm not paying that. Yeah. Yeah. It's right now. It's, it's, I mean, and you're, you're, I, I know you're getting, you're getting more of this than I am because luckily I've done enough on social media and enough videos that if you hit me up with the way I think you got to be hella desperate. Yeah. You gotta, I have, I should be your last. Cause you, cause most of them know what I'm going to say. Like, mm -hmm. especially right now, right now is, is it, I don't know what I, I'm still mind blown that so many teams want what they want for events that aren't even announced that aren't even, we don't even know if it's going to be a thing, mm -hmm. but Dude, they want it, it a salary. Us, it took us two weeks to get gameplay from LA. Like I don't like how does how does that make any sense? If you had an event, you should have gameplay up within forty eight to seventy two hours. Like you got yeah. one person who sticks a fucking drive into a, a a PC and then uploads it to YouTube. How does that yeah. take two weeks? Like I don't yeah. understand it. And it's not even like it was done properly. It's not edited right. It's yeah. sound is off. Stuff isn't done properly. And it's it took you two weeks to give us a half ass production. Like, yeah. I don't I don't get it. I don't think it makes sense um thank you for teaming up with some of the the you know amateur casters and stuff and yeah you know the, doing all that rebroadcast and stuff yeah but it's three yeah. weeks too late like i had to yeah. wait two weeks to put up my video you know yeah. the need for that content dies down every day that you skip yeah. from that event so well, yeah, the fact people, that i had to wait people weeks, just care less when it takes so yeah. long they just, like they two go. weeks later everybody knows what happened nobody cares anymore i submit a video and i probably get 50 percent less viewership because of it yeah i just yeah it's um i know based it, on my personal statistics like i released the video two days after something happened i got about 360 uh views instead of my regular 150 100 yeah. to 150 personal so yeah. i just know based off of what i do that the need for content is so it's so hard to kind of understand that if you don't do it within the first couple of days mm -hmm. then the people are going to start falling off and not caring as much yeah yeah it's um yeah it's it's a, it's a weird thing it, it's and and i've called a lot of i didn't call individual players out but i've called a lot of groups of players out recently just for the fact that it's like you guys are literally asking people f to give you money ultimately for free because we're not going to get nothing out of it even if there is a challengers uh bracket or whatever the fuck they're going to call it for online are they going to stream it more likely not yep if to be honest if there's a chance they're going to stream it it would be now because it's going to be you know what i mean it's like it's going to be all online it's pretty easy to have one fucking caster go into someone's lobby and cast it you know what i mean and stream it um but yeah it, it's 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 insane right now the way everything is i you know players wanting certain numbers for literally for like nothing there's nothing going on it, it's and it's unfortunate that it, it gets to that point and and to be honest, they're gonna get they're gonna get somebody to, to to give them the money. You know what I mean? There's gonna be some unexperienced kid who whose dad gave him twenty grand to to you know to get involved into something, and mm -hmm. the kid's gonna lose all his money. It's gonna be fucking, it's disgusting. Could, but that's just the way it is right now. I could name that kid right now, but um, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh see, see, like you already know it. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I was just throwing out of my head because it's and I'm tell you right now, there's been. Multiple kids like that in the years past, and there's going to be multiple kids like him in the future. So yep. it's just like, but.
But you know what? Like I said, those type of kid, those type of kids, those type of organizations, they're not around very. They're not around very, very, you know, very, very long. They're here. They're gone. I, I like to tell tell a lot of kids. Look at three. My organization, Three Kings. We've been around for uh, 2016, 2015, around there. The last two years, uh, we've gotten kind of, I mean, uh, I wouldn't say the last two years, but the last two years I've been involved in Call of Duty pretty, you know, I've, I've been pretty doing my own little videos and stuff and keeping Three Kings name alive. We haven't funded a team since the beginning of the last year, hmm. right? Yeah, and I and I still be, I still managed to keep the Three Kings name in the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, we haven't funded a team to a, a, a major since the beginning of last year, and you know it's like that says a lot. Like you can you can be involved in the scene. You just got to know what you know what you're trying to do. I would yeah. love to fund, you know, I would love to fund a, a team that I you know that I or a Call of Duty team. But I'm just the way the way everything is set up. It's just like. I don't want to waste my money because that right now that's what you're going to be doing is wasting your money yep. right at this point in time. And a lot of players, they don't understand that they it's, it's that the very selfish point of view. It's not a, it's not that the players don't understand is the players don't give a fuck. And that's, that's well, the that, yeah, because yeah, there you go. They, it's, if, it's, if you talk to a player and you told them, listen, I 100% will, will, I, I got, I got you, you know, I'll give you some money, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to put money out of your pocket. I want you to pay for your credit. <laughs> I want you to pay for your hotel. I'll buy the patch. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I want you to pay for your hotel. I want you to pay for your flight. If you can do that, I will give you the money for the pass, and I will take a 5%. I don't care losing money. Mm-hmm. If I lose 200 bucks, I'll take it. But as long as I know that you're there for the right reasons and not just to goof off and do whatever the hell you want and get a free yeah. vacation, I'm okay with losing some money. But yeah. if you want full funding and you're not going to pay a goddamn penny out of your pocket except for the waters for all your friends and you, yeah. I, I honestly don't care. I I will not fund you, and I will show you the math onto why that makes no sense. Yeah, I uh, my my eye opening experience with with players not giving a fuck when I realized how everything was. I funded a team to Dallas in um, fuck what was what was it World War Two I think yeah World War Two. Mm. It was it was it was the event where there was a bomb. I'm pretty sure that was Dallas, right? I think so. Yeah, so it was World War Two, and I had a, a team of like. That was when Gorgon Knight had just got into the scene as far as like being so he was he was on, on Three Kings and um there was a kid that they added, his name was Bounds. He doesn't even compete anymore, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, and um he uh so I I funded him full full funded them, right? All that shit. Um the bomb threat came up and uh they ended up they ended up losing they ended up losing uh right they ended up losing like they ended up getting like top top 24 or whatever and uh his flight wasn't his flight was supposed to leave like the the morning after championship uh, sunday or whatever and he goes hey um you think you think i can extend uh extend my stay here like a day a day later uh, i said well, I'm like for what and he's like oh um you know, uh, I, I want to hang out with so and so. He starts naming off his friends who are there. I'm like, like, bro. I'm like, so you want me to pay for an extra day at the hotel, and then pay for like your flight back because, like, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to check with the airline, and more likely they're gonna f- charge me to, yeah. to f- you fly out the next day. He goes, oh yeah, if you could. Huh. I, I'm like, 
I'm like, I'm like, are you serious right now? And he's like, well, you know, I just want to hang out with my blah, 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 and hang out with my friends. And I'm like, dude, you are fucking high. Like, there's no way. I'm like, you want, you literally want me to spend more money so you can hang out with your buddies one extra night, right? So whatever, I said, obviously, no. Literally after I, I talked to him, an hour later, he fucking tweets out. He blocks me. Then he tweets out, like, calling me, like, that I'm, I'm a cheap ass. And after I just full funded them <laughs> because I didn't, I could, because I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to pay extra to keep him there and day extra. And, you know what I mean? So he can hang out with his friends. And I'm like, oh, whatever. People, you know, people will reach out to me, ask me what happened. Sure shit. Fucking players started, like, talking shit that had no idea, you know what I mean? Like, what the situation was then i realized i'm like oh okay this is how it is these Mm -hmm. players they just don't give a fuck they just want somebody to pay for this shit right they just want somebody to to literally give them an opportunity to go compete and they don't expect to give anything back which and i I shouldn't say that for everybody because there are some good players out there genuinely do care yeah but they're far in between there's very few of them um so that that was when I knew how everything, and it was it was really an eye opening experience for me, and uh, you know after that you know with last year I I I I came I came to my sense I'm like all right this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna find a team I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a funding tier system right so this is what I'm gonna offer you because at that time Three Kings we were we were one of the more like. Uh, this is what this is what I'm going to tell you. I can offer you. This is what I'm. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to fund you this much for this for for this event. If you place in this this you know top whatever, the next event I fund you more. Yeah. And we keep working our way up until you guys are at the position to where you earned you, everything you have. Yeah. Every, everything you know what I mean. Like to me, that was fair. And, and what I mean, what I mean by the the funding was literally I paid for apparel, for team passes, hotels. That's where I stopped. After that, I stopped. I said, if you guys come back and place this or higher, I'll I'll, I'll fund you this even more, mm-hmm. right? To me, that was fair because here I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to set a new a new way of of, of funding, and the team goes. They place below to what their seating was, right? Like way mm-hmm. below. And I said, "All right, that's okay. I'm. I want you guys are my guys. I'm still gonna fund you what I funded you now. I'm not gonna take anything back as long as we can beat what we just placed. I'll I'll increase the funding for the event after that. Mm. Right? That's to me. That's fair. Right? We go. They go to the event. They do worse." Than they did the last event. So it's like, all right, well, that wasn't good. And I still was behind them. I said, you know what? Let's get better. The ne- After they got back from the event, they reached out and said, bro, we're going to go with someone else because we just need more fun. Wow. You know what I mean? Like they, and I'm, I'm, cool with all, I'm cool with most of those guys to this day. But it was another one. It's just like, dude, it just, no matter what you try, unless you give players everything that they want, they're not really gonna fuck with you. They're not. Yeah. They're not gonna. You know what I mean? That's just the way it is, and it's it's, it's unfortunate. But then I realized I'm like, you know what? 
if I keep going down this tr- with this trend, I'll make it maybe at the end of BL4 and I'll be, that's it. I'll be done. I won't have any money to do anything. Yes. I have to I have to take a year or two off, build my account back up and then go back at it. And I don't want to take no time. I want I want to keep grinding. And you know, that's unfortunately that's a lot of organizations get into that position. Aspire, that that was that was what that kid uh whatever his name was, that's what he got into. Mm-hmm. He just was spent all his money and you know, and and the whole I'm taking a break or a personal break, like yeah. that's that's that that means I ran out of money. That's all it means. Exactly what it meant. You know what I mean? The the fucking college tuition I was using is gone. Yep. You know? And no one wants to say that, but that's what he was using. Like no one no one wants to say that he was using college funds. That's what he was using. <laughs> but well, actually he wasn't using it because he still owes money. So yeah. Uh, he was but, using part of it. Yeah, so you know, um, it, it's it, the scene overall is, is in a weird spot. You're you're one of the newer, you know, newer orgs, newer, you know, newer faces, and um, I think if you continue with this mindset that you have, um, you know, kind of you're 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 going in the right direction. I can see you sticking around for a little bit. You know what I mean? I, I don't see you going away anytime soon if you continue down um uh, down this path as far as keeping your mind open not lot lot a lot of these players they try to convince us that they're our friend you got you got to be careful with that got to be careful with that a lot of these guys will, will say that and you under, i gotta understand at the end of the day they're trying to they're trying to get their career to the next level if that means lying to you using you they're gonna do it you know what i mean you, you just got to be very very cautious of what everyone wants, what everyone expects, because the money can go really fast. It, it can get out of control, and then next thing you know, you're like, ah, "I used to be, I used to be in the Call of Duty scene." You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, it's yeah, definitely be careful, bro. Like, you have to really be aware of what, what you're doing. Nah, I just either I can do it or I can't, and that's the final word. It's, yeah. it's either a yes, my bank account can do it, or no, my bank account doesn't want to do it because you're not worth you want it's the end of the day it's a numbers game and i can't just lose money every day yeah and i even tell them like you know if you invest into something you wouldn't want to lose money so why should i exactly exactly and you know it's 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 a one-way street i've been i've been trying the last couple years to like find a way for all for the players to get what they want and the org to get what they want but it's Mm -hmm. it's still very one-sided it's still you know what i mean at the end of the day, if if a bunch of players are on with an organization, if something goes bad, the organization always looks worse. They always look. They always come up with with the bad end. It all it always happens. The players all they always rally around each other. They always have, and the orgs just get left out in the dust, unfortunately. Um, and I'm hoping, and hopefully, we can as far as amateur orgs. We can move to a point where, like, we all un- we all agree that the way we're doing it now isn't really sustainable for an, for an organization to 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 be involved and stay involved. I don't want to see more and more new orgs because all the old orgs wasted all their money. I want to see orgs being get involved, stay involved, be a part of the scene. You know, I I I miss a lot of those old organizations that were around. When I started, they're not around anymore because they wasted all their money, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like, 
And for most of us, I, I know me, I'm, I got no investors. I got no sponsors. I'm all out of my pocket, right? So I have to, I have to do all this, spend this money, and still be responsible of my everyday life, right? So it's like this is, this is, this is what I want to do, but I can't let it affect my personal life in a negative way, which it very easily can if you're not responsible. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Um, no problem. I'm, I'm I'm very I'm very grateful for you uh, coming on here, being honest about everything. Um, I think people are gonna you know like to hear from you and you know your followers. I'm sure you know. I'm, I'm not sure if you've done one of these before, but this this really it's really makes like this makes people really follow your your you know your your brand just for the fact that they really get to see. A, a part of you that they normally wouldn't be, be able to get to see, be mm. able to get to hear what you think, and uh, um, I'm, I'm happy that you came on here. And I've been turned down by the, by a bunch of uh, lesser name organizations because <laughs> they're afraid of I don't know what they're afraid of, but you, you're you seen it. I did. We as long as we're talking the truth, that's all I care about. Yeah. So what? So uh, we'll do. Um, I'll do one last question. What what are your plans for the rest of the Call of Duty scene? Are you done? Are you gonna f- wait to see how what see what happens? Are you looking for a team? What are your plans for the rest of the season? My plans for the rest of the season are to tell anybody who comes up to me and asks for anything that unless I get a guarantee in return, I'm not doing it. Boom, that easy. So yeah. if you're listening to this, you're a player. You, you want to come play with No Mercy. Make sure you got your shit ready. Make sure that you're ready to to give them a guarantee. Otherwise, they ain't fucking with you. Pretty much, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. All right, guys. I uh, guys, I appreciate you guys checking out the uh, the podcast. Um, it's a great get, a great guest. I'm going to continue to have more people like this on for you guys. People involved in the scene, people who are doing good things within the scene. I don't want to just get anybody because I mean it, it can get out of control fast. I can get random ass people, and just no one wants to hear from fucking people who aren't doing shit. So the fact that we get a good a uh, good uh, organization represented by you know, Brian. Um, I'm excited to see what no what no no mercy does in the future, and uh, like I said, I appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, hopefully, we can do this again later on. For sure, man. Have a good one. All right, guys. Have a good one.